Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? Welcome. It is Tuesday afternoon, birthday week on ham, moving week, moving day, as they say in the golf world, and um, a lot to get to. We are brought to you by your, Tito's. Oh, go ahead. Your, what? Your birthday's tomorrow, correct? Yeah, birthday week. I said birthday week. Yeah. Your birthday's Friday. Birthday, birthday, just a bunch of Libras. <laughs> TJ Watt, also a Libra. That's what, when Shador Sanders wears the L on his jersey, it's for Libra. I'm going to start wearing the L. He has an L on his jersey? It's for leader. They don't do captains. They do leaders. Oh, I see you, Prime. (laughs) Uh, Hey, if you're watching this on YouTube, great. Subscribe to this channel. Hit the like button. When you hit that like button, the algo sends this sucker across the globe. More people get to see our channel. So first of all, you're our sponsor. You, the viewer, you, the listener, are our sponsor, and we value your sponsorship. So thank you for that. Hit the like button. Subscribe. If you are listening to the podcast, five stars apple podcast either way you can watch the video you can listen we appreciate you consuming i think this show is obviously sponsored by our friends at tito's handmade vodka this guy became i would say hated would be strong but definitely disliked and a large part of that was because he was kicking the diner's ass but it's weird, right? A lot of the Niners fans really wanted him to take the job in 05. He's a San Francisco native. He played his college football at Pacific. Pete Carroll's just kind of universal California guy. But once you got rid of Russell Wilson, and now that everyone goes, yeah, Seattle's not beating the Niners, it's kind of easy to like, kind of like Pete, 71-year-old. Cheers to Pete Carroll, mm. a guy who took so much shit of like, hey, he's ruining Russell Wilson's career. He just wants him to run the ball. He's a village idiot. They not only <laughs> traded Russell Wilson, they turned into all these sweet guys. The dude that before Mel Tucker couldn't keep his dick in his pants on a phone call, Kenneth Walker made, I mean, let's call a spade a spade, made Mel Tucker $95 million. And that guy is a stud. That and, Carol and, him. and the right jobs opening. Yeah. So the Kenneth Walker addition, the leverage, Pete Carroll's got it. You watch them. They got talent all over the place. Listen, I, I don't view them as a threat. They're a fun watch. They got fun players. They hit people hard. They make some plays. DK's fun to watch run around. It's just, cheers to Pete Carroll. Tito's on us to Pete Carroll, who, though he doesn't eat meat, 
I don't know. Probably has a cocktail here and there. Definitely probably has a beer. Uh, did you see the picture of him and Will Ferrell last night? On did you watch the main? I I was on the Manning cast on Monday Night Football. No, and, I watched uh, the normal broadcast. Will Ferrell came on, and it was a lot I, of. I haven't watched the Manning cast. I didn't. It was one of those YouTube TV. Just I, you know, it's I'm not on the guide. It's just things are getting suggested, so I click it, and I oh Manning cast. Will Ferrell comes on. That's an automatic watch for me. Um, pictures of him and Pete in the heyday of SC. Pete looking just ripped and cut. Will looking like Will looks. They did a great thing where they were argue, They were showing the two ways to call a play in the quarterback's headset. One is where you call the play, and then the quarterback repeats the play back. Eli did it, and Peyton was the one with the helmet on repeating it back. It was a long play call, like a Shanahan-esque long play call. Peyton repeats it back. Then Eli does, and then they're like, clearly this is some beef Peyton has. They're like, uh, now do it the wrong way. So Eli gives him the play call. And then he's like, don't forget about that safety. If it's creeping, you got to check to the run or check to the pet, you know. And Eli's like, uh, Peyton's still doing the, you know, repeating the play. And then Eli says something else. And don't forget about this X, Y, Z, whatever. And Peyton like snaps on him. It was a really good explanation of how coaches can get too chatty in a headset and piss the quarterback off. And you, when you see the quarterback going like, I got it, I got it. Like that's what's happening in his headset. It was because the story was that Gino only wants to play. He doesn't want anything else. Geno Smith just wants to play in his helmet. So, anyway. Uh, Tito's Handmade Vodka Numero Uno, America's original craft vodka, all the way back to 95 when Tito Beverage, that's the man's name himself, built his own distillery, put his life savings in it, and since then he's been on a roll. Unanimous judges, gold choice, double gold medal at the World Spirits Competition, the Chairman's Trophy for the world's best vodka tonic, and many others. Distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. No frills, no fancy labels, no flavors. Just the good stuff, like this podcast. Bottled in Austin, Texas, 40% alcohol by volume, namely 80. Proof crafted to be safe and responsibly. G- Gino, Gino's likable. He's That's a solid just pivot from Russell Wilson. Just get Gino, who's likable, solid player, talent around him, and still just throws win a pretty 10 deep games. Ball, right? Yeah, good spiral. Uh, props to Pete, San Francisco yeah. native. Yeah, I thought when you were building up the guy that somebody else could have hired, you were going to talk about Josh McDaniels, who once upon a time, a lot of people could have hired, including the 49ers. Actually, they couldn't have hired him because he told them no. Told turn them, them no. down. T- turn, turn them down. down. They, they like, wanted no, to. Uh... I'm holding out for the Raiders. Is, is that when Jed was doing the speed dating? He's like, we got these seven GMs. That's right. We got these four coaching candidates. We're just going to dinner with them all. And Kyle's yeah. like, I'm not working with any of these fucking guys. Right. I'm going to get on the horn. John, what do you think about doing this? I like you. He's like, yeah, I'd be down. And then three days later, Adam Sheffield tweets out, John Lynch is the GM. 49ers were like, great. We love that idea. Well, sure. He's never done it. That sounds like a fantastic idea. Jed was like, we're kind of like a startup. We're doing this onboarding process. We're trying to find the best. Zuckerberg and, uh, you know, uh, job, uh, Tim Cook told me about this thing they do when they're looking at Harvard and they're looking at Yale and they're trying to hire. That's what our, our concept. And Kyle's like, yeah, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but I'm going to hire John Lynch to be my general manager. Yeah. And it worked. And Mark Davis getting screamed at by Raider fans. You see that? Or I know you oh saw my it. God. Oh, my This was, uh, well, like, at the suite has, it's extremely accessible yeah. uh, in, in uh, SoFi Stadium, apparently. I don't have the video. I just uh, oh, oh, oh yeah, it yeah was, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I, the, the, those guys. Did you want me to have the video? No, no, no. no. Oh. The, just screaming, and Mark Davis pointing at his head. I saw Florio do a post today that he told them to smarten up. It is getting ugly in Vegas. Max Crosby, would you trade two ones and a two for Max Crosby? No, 
You wouldn't trade two ones and a two for Max Crosby? I mean, I'd trade two ones, maybe a one and a two. I got to trade two ones and a two. I, I mean, yeah, I guess I, I, maybe I would. I, I think that's what I, I think really that's what, now. I think like Khalil Mack, Mark Davis. If they they they, I don't think they would trade him, but I don't well, think like, he would ever allow. Would you agree he would never allow Devontae Adams or Max Crosby to be traded to the 49ers? Oh, I thought you meant to the... I didn't realize you meant to the 49ers. I just thought you meant what is the price. Yes, I would agree with that. He will not allow them to be traded. He'd rather trade them to the Rams or the Chargers. Yeah. Or the Broncos. I, honestly, not the he, he, they're so they're so shitty. Like he, I don't even think he's inclined to trade them. Right. The, yeah, I mean, the problem with trading... Like, Khalil was too expensive for them to keep. You know, Max Crosby isn't because he's on a tight ends contract. Right. Well, that's what would make him so valuable with the picks. That's true. Yeah, that's a good point. And he's just, you know, he's been sober for three years, team captain. Everyone in the league loves the guy. He's always hugging like the other best player. Yeah. You know, I saw Richard Sherman go on a rant. Just what a waste. This guy's just wasting away his career. (laughs) About Max or about Devontae? About Max. Devonte chose that life. Devonte chose that life. Yeah, there's no sympathy. So I, I, I feel zero sympathy. Devonte lived in the penthouse and uh, actively chose to get a lot of money to head to the outhouse. So it's like I, I no sympathy there. Max, I, I, I think he said it the other day. Like I'm just fucking tired of losing. I was like, I don't blame you, bro. I'm playing Logan, your ass off. The Logan Webb. <laughs> yeah. The Logan Webb. <laughs> the- that was to me. They the Niners. Uh, before we get to some Brock Purdy stuff, look, I know you want to. We didn't talk about um, Gabe Kapler getting fired before the season was over. Uh, pretty crazy to get fired. Like didn't oh. get the la- didn't didn't get the last series or was it Saturday? Yeah, I think Friday, it was, Saturday, yeah, Sunday. Yeah, didn't get. You know, didn't get the Brandon Crawford farewell. Didn't get to go take the ball from Crawford. Pull him out. Is of the Brandon game. Crawford retiring? No, I don't think so. Un- unclear at this point, but not going to be so, back. Probably. Okay, his, but his, could so his guy's career. He's had okay, multiple, okay. you know, he's coming off like back-to-back knee injuries. Oh, I didn't know if he had announced because they did like no, oh, nothing walk-up been songs. It's like, well, no. I, when's it? Where's his statement? No. Oh, it's one of those. It's one of those. Like they, he got he got the him. microphone and he was like, "Thank you." He did like a <laughs> twenty-second thank you to everybody. But, Jimmy um, did the same thing. Yeah, Jim and Jimmy returned. That's right. <laughs> the the cap the part about Kapler because I you know our buddy John Dickinson he texting both of us the last week. He's like, you know, the the Giants came out and said he stank. Like a week and a half ago, whatever, with two weeks, and then, you know, our boy Dickinson was like, "Oh no!" I was like, I, "The second I saw Logan Webb, my thought was they announced he's staying to give everybody a chance. Like, speak now or forever holds your peace. Basically, at a wedding, like this is your chance. If you got something to say, now's the time to say it. While we are bringing him back, and Logan Webb went out through a CG, only the fourth complete game pitched in Major League Baseball in the last twenty-five years." I don't know if that's true, but that's how it feels. But he threw a badass CG because that's what badass pitchers do. What was it the only one of the season? There can't have been more than five this year, right? <laughs> it doesn't feel like it. And was like, this is we can't have this. And then they uh they fired Gabe Kapler before the talk about a 180, John, before the season ended. So listen, uh, I, I this is your moment. I, I I didn't, you know, I've I've really grown as a human, uh mat- matured with, with age. Mm-hmm. Didn't even tweet about it. We're not going to dance on some guy's grave, though mm-hmm. he ruined uh, probably the last team that I still truly like. feel like fan in me. I, I'm not going to go totally positive here. I, I want to like Farhan. Seems like a smart guy. Billy, you know, saying his praises. I kind of, Sometimes I look at him as like, Farhan, 
Shave your fucking head. One. Like, it's a bad look for a guy in his mid-40s to have that. It just doesn't. It just looks terrible. Now, I know he's a nerd. But my main take with him is you finally, clearly you had opportunities. You were a shooting star in the business. And that's who you hired. You clearly forced Bruce out. Let's call, let's call it what it is. You forced him out. And you went with Gabe Kapler. I can never look at you quite the same. And I want to like you. And, and all these people in baseball swear by this fucking guy. That's who he hired, guy, was Gabe Kapler. And listen, I was, you know, I, I think most people that around the Giants were just, they were like over the top after the 107. It's like, give me a break. This guy, that, that was the biggest smoke and mirror season in the history of baseball. Buster retires and the whole thing falls apart. But I, I just, I don't know about Farhad, man. That's who he hired. It's one thing, you make mistakes or whatever, but that hire, like that was a pretty controversial hire. It, it really was. And the same thing happened. Fell apart. Been lucky enough to meet some people that know some people that like, that played for him the last couple of years. And it's just like, it's not all his fault. Like it starts with Farhan. They truly treat people like widgets. Like it's kind of a joke. Like, even in the A's, Bob was always there to kind of handle it, and they had good character guys. Not that the Giants don't. The Giants thing is like a widget. Like, you are a widget. I, I, hell, I didn't even watch them play that much this year, but do they do an openers nonstop? They're two starters, basically. Two and a half starters. Well, I mean, what the fuck are we doing? Like, that, that's not going to change. And Farhan going, we're really going to be introspective. And look, give me a break. But, but here's the thing, guy. Farhan, like he's gonna land a free agent, like that guy. I don't know. Just I think the Giants money are money offer. Yeah, but I, I think the Giants are in major, major trouble. You know, attendance was up around the big leagues. Their attendance was down. And I, I well, I because they were uninteresting. Like to me, you yeah, gotta. But I, I, I think there are other factors that are difficult for them to land people, get guys to come to the city with the perception of the San Francisco right now around with players. When you factor in just. You know, obviously California taxes are high, but at least L.A., it's sunny. I, I think they are at a huge disadvantage, and they've ne- they haven't been able to land free agents. But I, I just I have a hard time trusting Farhan's judgment based on the Gabe Kapler hire. Yeah, I mean, not just to hire Gabe, but to hire Gabe after Bruce Bochy. It seems like they might get lucky and have Bob Melvin on a platter for them, which they should run, not walk, if Bob Melvin is an option for them. You see the controversy with Bochy? No. Okay, Saturday night, they clinch the playoffs. They are win Sunday and win the division. They control their destiny. But on Saturday night, Bochi got all the booze out, and they went nuts. He said, we're celebrating this. Well, the Astros also clinched that night, but they had, you know, they had to win, and they needed the Rangers to lose. The Astros celebration was like, very low key. We only celebrate titles in Houston. Like we don't celebrate this shit. And Bochi was the opposite. Like we're celebrating this. Rangers lose. Astros win. I mean, they win the division. And it's I've seen some things on Twitter. People, you know. And I, I, I don't know. I, I now Bo, for Bochi, like I, I've won three titles, but it was like ah, not yeah. And I guess it's him right big, now. He's playing the noon wild card game. I get it's a baseball thing. I do think it's a little unique when the next day matters. And yeah. their GM came out and said, we did not get wasted or whatever. It was champagne celebration. There was no, like, go to the club after. Right. But, I mean, uh, <laughs> sure. That's pretty weird. I've never heard of that. Do you agree? Would you just wait 
for Sunday to try to win the game at yes. that point? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, but I'm no Boach. What, you know, what do I know? Yeah. Uh, we, you know, we've sat across from Boach. Boach is a different, 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 different beast. Well, he was the guy leading the charge. I know. That's why I saw the photo. I didn't quite realize what had happened. Uh, yeah. NorCal. The, the sun, Sunday mattered to them. Danny just threw his 10 bucks to say our whole our family friend who played nine years with the Phillies said the fan base hated him. He's been around a lot of baseball and said the guy's a clown. I, I don't think he's going to get another managerial job, right? Which is always kind of an indictment. You know, the second Bo- you, Bochy leaves, 100 people would hire Bruce Bochy immediately. Gabe, I think, has probably managed his last baseball team. Although the Angels are looking. The Angels are looking. Yeah, I'd yeah, yeah, be hard-pressed to. Thank God that loser's out of my life. Even though it's not like I haven't even watched that much Giants You, you can get back I mean, in. I, I just I see him on my timeline. see him on Instagram too much. I just, I've had enough. I, I, I don't want my manager, my football coach, my basketball coach, to have three percent body fat and have bigger muscles than my players. Like I'm sorry, it just I, I, I red flagged that guy from a mile away, and I was dead right. And I always knew I was going to be right. My red flag was uh, I wasn't alone like eight, though. Yeah, my red flag was wearing like eight hundred dollar designer high tops to manage a baseball game. That was always my red flag. Did I mean, the Yeezys, not-, not the. I mean, even Kyle wears some Yeezys, but I mean, he would regularly wear just like these outlandish sneakers out there to like go make a pitching change while wearing a swimmer's jacket. It was bizarre. Well, yeah, I saw I think Wink Martindale, one of their one of the coaches last night definitely was on Seattle side had a you know like a $30,000 Rolex on. It was like but then it's like who all these guys wear nice watches though. But how many coaches wear a Rolex? A, a I think a lot of guys do wear nice wear watch. Like, I don't know why any of why is any of them wearing a watch to to I manage know. a baseball game. I've never <laughs> Mike Matheny would wear this fucking. I'm, I'm talking you. I'm, I'm talking football coach. No, I know. I don't know why any of them. Matheny no, would wear this watch. There's only one clock that matters. You can take down the to the Matheny had this thing that you could like take down to the Titanic with you. I didn't understand. But all these guys, you watch baseball. They're all. Uh, I would tell you watch Aaron Boone, but the Yankees aren't in the postseason. They're all wearing watches. It, I don't understand. Football the same. I don't get it. Why are you wearing a watch? Not even a, there's not even a time clock in baseball. All right, John. Does, let's Boone, get to, does Boone wear a Rolex? I don't know what he wears. But a lot I would get wearing like a, an Apple watch or a Whoop type watch. Yeah, I guess if it's like a tracker, like a body tracker. Yeah, that's, and that's what the on. Apple watch is telling you. The Apple watch, you, you get text messages on. You turn it off, obviously. Yeah, okay. Uh, all right, John, let's get to some football stuff. Um, where do you want to start? Niners, Cowboys. Oh, you know what? Let's start with this. I, I was just listening to Dallas radio today, and I just happened to catch the Jerry Jones show. Right now, uh, probably the, uh, they are right now, uh, probably the uh, most likely team to uh, go in the Super Bowl. And, uh, but in order for them to get there, they've got to go by us, uh, hopefully two times. That's Jerry Jones talking about the 49ers. He also did some defensive breakdowns and took one of the host's complaints about Micah Parsons being in the game late during a blowout, and Jerry assured him they'd look at that. (laughs) Jerry also said Tyron Smith. Don't know if he'll be back for this game, but that he thinks Micah Parsons will be good to go and that Zach Martin will be good to go. Jerry just you can talk about anything with Jerry. Jerry also Wait, said that a weekly uh, Mike hit. McCarthy told him ahead of time about the fake extra point they were going to run. 
the fake extra point is one of the cooler plays I've seen this season. It was good. Would you agree with that? Yeah, it was really good. To 99, walking in the end zone. Not even just how cool it was, how just they clearly know that Belichick is coming hell-bent off the corner, and we're going to sneak this guy, and he's going to walk in. Everyone's celebrating with him. Love it when the snapper completes the – or, I mean, the, the holder completes a pass. It was an all-time – do you know that that game is the biggest deficit, biggest loss of Belichick's career? It was I the biggest halftime deficit, biggest loss of his career. I mean, it's, that's a Belichick low point. I mean, he's down 28-3. to three. His quarterback throws – well, I guess throws one pick six, and they have a fumble six. So they only gave up 14 points in the first half defensively, right? Well, they, they, they have scored a lot of points this year, the Cowboys. I looked the other day. Obviously, they're 3-1. and one. The other three games were a rout, and two of the three of them, they were up 20-plus points at halftime. The The Jets game turned out, I think, 30-10 to 10 was the final score. It was 18-10 to 10 at halftime, but it would it did not look that close. So they are, to me, like I, I think this is the U.S. Ryder Cup problem. Great front runners. They don't really battle well. I think the Cowboys have, like, they had to battle one game, and they lost. And they've had to battle with the 49ers the last two years in the playoffs, and they lost. When they're out front running, like that game, you could feel like this feels like an NBA, like a Steph Curry NBA game where they're just hitting threes. Bland looks like Deion Sanders firing down the sideline. I mean, they are just teeing off. Places like, well, they, they hit, they hit, they hit that two point play. I mean, you got everyone in the special teams uh, field goal units fucking partying in the end zone. The place is going nuts. Jerry's going nuts. If they front run against you, like if they were to get a 14-3 lead or something against the Niners, you'd be in some trouble because they just tee off on the pass rush, McKibbitts. But if it's just like a 10-10 game, you know, 12 to 9, something just tough, that's where they kind of unravel. At least this iteration the last couple of years, in my opinion, with the Cowboys. Front running, they're elite. Look, Mike McCarthy's won a championship, excellent coach by every almost every measure, right? Jim Harbaugh has not won a championship, but an excellent coach by every measure. I look at them somewhat similarly, which is you don't have to knock their teams out in the first quarter. Just play the full game with them and make them make as many plays as you and make them limit their mistakes as much as you do. My fundamental belief is in those spots, Mike McCarthy's teams and Jim Harbaugh's teams will make the fatal mistake that cost them the game. Or fail to make the play that wins them the game. That's my fault. Well, th- when you watch, John, the, the two-minute offense that these guys have run against the Niners two years ago in the postseason on the road wasn't when they remember when they tried to steal fake yards down the at the very end of the game, where they tried to move the oh, ball yeah. up and it cost them the game. Em- embarrassing. And the way they ran it last year, I, I think it's a I think it's a window into who they are. Now that said, they're still a on de- on, de- on deck too. Like I mean, he's not dealing de- with Aaron Rodgers here. Yeah, it's it's not. I'm not saying they can't beat you. And I'm not saying they're not really good. I'm saying I think they are. There are little cracks that if you keep the pressure on them, and this is what you're saying, if you keep the pressure on them, that's the best way. Just make them fight a full round. Whatever. How long is the boxing? 12, 14, whatever. However long it is, make them fight. The full 12, the full 14, just use whichever cuts accurate. Um, yeah. Because you're, I mean, by by all the metrics, I mean, they are number one in defensive points, number one in yards, number one in defensive pass yards, number one in defensive passing touchdowns, ninth in rushing yard defense, number one in touchdowns allowed, number one in red zone touchdowns allowed, number one in red zone touchdown percentage, which is a stat I love, right? The percentage of your red zone trips that are touchdowns. They're number one. 
their defense is across the board very good. Butcherbox.com slash ham and another special deal. Free for a year, you get salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for a year, plus an additional 20 bucks off right now at butcherbox.com slash ham. Been telling you about it for years. Been eating it for years on a regular basis. Easily find high-quality meat and seafood. You can trust 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork-raised, crate-free, and wild-caught seafood. Always be prepared with meat in the freezer when you get butcherbox.com slash ham delivered right to your doorstep with free shipping. Butcherbox is offering you free for a year plus an additional 20 bucks off either salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for free. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash ham and use the code ham to choose your free offer for a year plus get $20 off your first order. What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at game time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called game time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, Promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M. Save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM. Save yourself $20. We don't even need a thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Well, they gotta they gotta have scored the most touchdowns on defense so far this year. I mean, I can think of like four off the top of my head. I mean, yeah, I mean they've <laughs> they they just now they have eaten alive, right? McCorkle, uh, McCorkle, Zach Wilson, and Daniel Jones, and Purdy's better than those guys, and Kyle's better than what they're like. The Purdy Kyle combination has been better than the 49ers offense, but this is, I mean, this is. This is a massive, awesome game. The, the ratings are going to be stupid high. Uh, everyone's going to be paying attention. It just doesn't get any bigger. Jerry, the Cowboys are just good. For, this is the third time they've played now in whatever it feels like, 18 months. Two of them are playoff games. I think one thing Jerry hit on, hopefully we play him twice. Like I hope he's playing yeah. twice too. Like I, I, I kind of like this becoming – part of becoming a rivalry, though, is you need the other team to win. You know, that's that's the problem here. It feels kind of one-sided. I actually think it would add if, you know, the 49ers were to lose this game, it would add some juice to the whole thing. Yeah, if, and then if they were to meet it's the a, It's a big – is this a bigger game for the Cowboys or the 49ers? Cowboys. 
And I think Jerry just, that's part of what Jerry's saying, right? It's like, we got to go through them. I think Jerry Jones, who's a showman too, but I think he gets it. And I think that's what he's saying. We have to go through them. It's a bigger game for us. Part of what he said in there was, we've done a lot of stuff, but we got to do it against these guys. So, you know, I think that's what's interesting about the Niners is they've become the team to go through. We're Philly still. Now, that's kind of external, right? I don't know the Niners are looking at themselves any differently. Philadelphia, meanwhile, is 4-0, and they haven't played their best football yet. That's what they would tell you. You know, you know who they play this week? No, who do the Eagles play? Rams at L.A. Okay. I'm just it's kind of interesting that both Cowboys and Eagles are coming out here. Yeah. Again. I mean, those, that's two pretty big games. I, the 49er, I was just looking at the schedule. I mean, the, thank God for the Eagles and Rams because it's Bengals, Arizona, Jets, Denver, Chiefs, Minnesota. I mean, it's a rough afternoon. Rough. I only need one, John. It, it, it's, a, it's a bad slate. A lot of Houston, Atlantas. Last week wasn't great. A lot of Titans, Colts. Yeah, I, I guess you could have a bad slate, and if the games are good, it's entertaining. Like last week, the games were not even – they were blow, especially in the afternoon, were just – it was a bad afternoon. The so Cardinals close. scoring actually kept you kind of entertained, but totally agree. Yeah, I'm with you. I, but I think this is tough for them. Pa- like, pa- Packers Raiders Monday night. Does it? Oh, that's a good one. Mm. Uh, does it make a difference that this game's a home game for the 49ers instead of a road game? Most times you would say yes, but they go to Dallas and there's a bunch of Niner fans there, and in a weird way, I think it works in the Niners' favor because they kind of get to go. Your house is not safe from us, you know. Um, and there will be plenty of Cowboy fans of this game, I would imagine. But I think there are only three teams who are completely unfazed where they play. I think it's the Niners, the Eagles, and the Chiefs. I even think the Bills don't like. I don't trust them as much on the road. At home, they're a motherfucker. <laughs> at home, they feel like a college team, like Oregon at home or something. You yeah. know, Miami Georgia different away from home. One hundred goes on. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Uh, are they a lock to win a playoff game if they're the five seed and have to go on the road to Baltimore, right? In a in a place that's ten against degrees, the, yeah, against a really good defense, and it's cold. Yeah, no. Hmm. Oh, I don't know. I was going to say to you, the Duran Payne, Duran, not Payne, uh, Bland, pick six. Yeah. Mac had just thrown the ball across his body, across the middle of the field to the op- earlier in the drive. And as it's unfolding, you're like, oh, my God, bro, are you really doing this? And then he does it again, and he gets Coach Prime. Let's just, so. let's just talk about – obviously, Purdy is a hot topic around the NFL. His stats speak for themselves. He's been fucking fantastic. There, there's just no way around it. Every metric backs it up. The results back it up. The eye test backs it up. There's an element – and listen, it's no different – you know, Tom Brady went on to be the greatest quarterback of all time. They drafted him 199. The Patriots got very lucky. They were passing on him over and over and over again. The team that took him passed on him over and over again. You get lucky when you take when you hit on a star just in general in the third day of the draft. Seattle, Richard Sherman, the Niners with George Kittle. It's on steroids times 100 when it's a quarterback, which there's nothing wrong with being lucky. Every human has to get lucky in any industry you're in. But I think when you look back that he got talked out of the Mac Jones situation. And he's gone on record now as a two-horse race. And I think what he doesn't really say is like, yeah, I was, I was, I was leaning Mac, and then we kind of did it. Like, it was Mac for Kyle. That would have been – the guy isn't just a whiny little brat. The things he's done now of hitting people in the nuts, 
rolling ankles. Like, you're a fucking clown. Like, say what you want. Ndamukong Stu used to stomp on people. At least Ndamukong Stu could, like, back it. Like, he was a big-time, like, elite player, right? You could even argue he underachieved a little bit, but, like, Ndamukong Stu was a dude. Mac Jones, who the fuck are you? And if anything, the type stuff Kyle likes in players is the opposite of all that crap. The, yeah, Mac the Jones, Mac Jones also, I said it at the time, and I will. It, it's aged well, but it not only would have been the most arrogant pick of all time, it would have been the least talented guy. Like, say what you want about Zach Wilson. When you watch him run around and just sling a dart, his he does have talent, right? Like, Mac lacks the talent, guy. Like, his comp was like, oh, Cousins. Cousins was a fourth-round pick because of his physical limitations. And, and the thing with Mac and it would have drove Kyle nuts. Like, Purdy is athletic. Mac, like, I'll just turn into Mahomes here for a minute, Bill. <laughs> and it's like, what are you doing? It's like, well, he doesn't have the talent around him. Well, just fucking throw the ball away then. That's, what, that's like Manning and Eli's thing, right? Just play smart. If it's not there, you just got to live to play another down. Mac, Mac thinks he's like playing, he's like Dame Lillard out there shooting from half court. Like, what are you doing? But I think you hit it on. I want to go back to it. The problem if the Niners had drafted Mac wouldn't just have been that he wasn't good enough. Because Kyle said even if we'd sat at 12, he wouldn't have been there, which means Kyle would have been over the moon if he could have got him at 12, right? If you guaranteed Kyle Shanahan, he could have gotten Mac Jones at 12. He would have sat at 12 and taken him. You agree? And then Micah goes 13th? Yeah, then you, but you agree with that, right? Uh Say that if one more you time. could have guaranteed Kyle that he stays at 12, he gets Mac. Would he have stayed at 12? And not have to give up the two other ones? Yep. Yes. And, and drafted Mac Jones? And the problem wouldn't just have been that he wasn't good enough. The problem would also have been, it turns out, that he wouldn't have fit in. He's not their type of competitor. He's not their type of leader. That's the That turns out is the other problem with Mac Jones that we didn't even consider. Right, you thought, oh, he played for Saban. You got to be a tough sob to play for Nick, but it turns out he would have been a bad culture fit too. Trey was a better culture fit than Mac Jones would have been. I saw Albert Breer. They actually took the best culture fit, John, of any quarterback they could have taken outside of Trevor Lawrence in that draft. Zach Wilson would have been worse. Fields would have been worse. Mac Jones would have been worse. Albert Breer said last year. Oh, they kind of nailed it. Yeah, he was on with Coward like last week, and he said that uh, last year veteran players had to, and I, you know, it's pretty easy to figure out who, it, you know, the McCordys, the Slaters, basically had to kind of sit down back when he was like doing some of his ankle, like embarrassing the the franchise. What the fuck are what are you doing? It, it, it's it's cl- it's one thing to miss on the player. They missed on Trey Lance, whatever. At least he carried himself and conducted himself like a pro. I, I respect that. Mac Jones, I, I have no respect for the Mac Jones experience. Yeah, it hasn't gone. You know, it's like, well, I'm, I'm playing for Patricia. It's like, shut up. This is, give me a break. That, that, thank God. I mean, look at the way Purdy conducts himself. Exactly. And how he interacts even after, with Kyle. Even after he got his arm ripped. Because you'd be like, well, everyone conducts himself well when it's going well. True. Like most people do, right? How about when it really got shitty and he tore his, his, his arm? Just the way he carried himself, the whole – it was like, God, that's – totally and understand they, why everyone and loves And they the brought in Sam Darnold. Unfazed. You see them? I saw a clip yesterday. They walked in together to the locker room on Sundays. 
Maybe they drive to work well, together. Not Maybe Sam picks them up. They did walk in together, I think, too. Yeah. Yeah, but it would turns be out if like, Sam picks him up on the way to work. Look at all these sideline interactions, the things we've seen with Mac over the years. Dayball was throwing a tablet at Daniel Jones last night on Monday Night Football. Not Hard to blame him. Hard to blame him. <laughs> to the side. How did they draft? I just can't get over. They drafted. They went from Eli face to Daniel Jones face. It's just incredible that they went back to back, those two guys. It's crazy uh, how big Daniel Jones is. Huge. Like he's not, he's Ben Mackey apparently said on radio today. He he had a seventh round grade on him. Like Ben, that's also an incorrect grade. He's not a seventh round. He's better than a seventh round pick, bro. I wouldn't <laughs> puff your chest out about grading Dale Jones as a seventh round yeah. quarterback. We we can argue, you know, he's probably like a second round player. Shouldn't be six. Eighty five million is definitely rich, but he's he's a starter in the NFL, <laughs> and he's an extreme athlete, right? Underrated part about his game. Flav says uh, for ten bucks. Appreciate you. Love Brock, but if we need a quick score or have to th- or have to throw, and the D knows it, what do you think Brock will be like at those moments? Only scenario is arm strength and our own line could be an issue. Um, I, I don't – I mean, we still have a lot of Brock's career to go and season to go before he proves a lot of things, but I, tr- I, mean, I trust him to make a quick decision. Like, I think he's proven he's very – good at a quick decision, you know, which is all that's about. Like, I, I'm, it's not so much about his arm strength as much as it is handling, truly handling pressure. So I, I that, that'd be my response to that. I think getting rid of the ball, they're going to get rid of the ball fast. They're going to run a lot of, yeah, I think that wide receiver Debo screen is going to get utilized a lot. I think a lot of wheel routes to McCaffrey. I, I think a lot of getting the ball in and out and not the, uh, the throw chart of Derek Carr. Right, of just like, bro, what are you doing? Point four air like, yards, John. Sprain shoulder. Uh, probably it's like yeah, this is no, what you're gonna do. Pro, don't play him. What, what are you guys doing? But I think getting rid of the ball quickly. I, I I saw this clip. Papa was talking about the bomb to IU seven step drop, and I guess one of like JT O'Sullivan's big thing is like anti the seven step drop, yeah. which I, I Aldi tend had to, a big breakdown on it too. You got to be careful. Seven step drop. If like, are you playing like TJ Watt or is Khalil back? Got five sacks in the game. Like, yeah, there are certain teams and certain times in the game when you can do it. Though I, I don't disagree that it's a risky move, right? If you're going to do that, it, it does put your, with how many great pass rushers there are. I don't know if I do it this week. <laughs> I think it's the opposite. Unless you get your scheme chance. That's the other thing. This is the type game, historically, let's just assume it's going to be close and the Niners aren't just going to win 30-15. to 15. There are going to be two or three times during this game when they're going to get the Kyle-schemed, dwelly blocks, breaks off wide open. Uh, you know, a fake pitch play where Ayuk fakes the block and goes deep that they're going to have to hit. Because that is a big difference, I think, in some of the Jimmy moments was their completion percentage on those felt lower than it should have been on yeah. the wide open ones. Yeah. And I have much more faith in Brock hitting those. Now he's missed a couple early in that Rams game, right? Schemed open shots. I think it didn't matter in that game. I, I, I do think in the Eagle game, in the Cowboy game, in the playoff games, that's ultimately probably to me going to come down to the difference. Like, are they the Super Bowl champs or did they fuck get upset in the second round by the Cowboys? It's like, ah, they're fucking there. It's football. It's hard. I mean, there's no, speaking of Harbaugh, 
right? Like I'm watching college football. Like, could this be his year? I keep like, this is wide open for him. And you're like, I, I no, couldn't it, bet on it. It won't be John. Because he had his opportunity last year against TCU and he let it down. Yeah. You know, the, the 49ers had their, they didn't really get to have their opportunity last year. And that's where it feels like this team is good enough to beat anybody. They finally, with Ayuk, added, I'm going to put something on the screen for those of you YouTube watchers. You won't be able to read any of it, but I'll, I'll, it's up there for a reason. I'll make a point. Um, but they finally are getting the deep threat, John. Finally, 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 finally. Ayuk right now, when you look at what I have this uh, filtered for, is the percentage of your team's air yards that you have. And again, you won't, I guess I could, for those of you watching, I can zoom it in here. So here's the list of the guys who have the biggest percentage of their team's air yards. One. Get that guy to a place that matters. You want to read the name, John? (laughs) Devontae, Tyreek, A.J. Brown, Mike Evans, Justin Jefferson, T. Higgins, Garrett Wilson, Hollywood Brown, Amare, Chris Alave, Brandon Ayuk. Yeah, 40% of the Niners' air yards are Ayuk. And Ayuk missed a game, plus he played like half the snaps in the game. He got hurt, maybe a little more than half the snaps. But he's missed like a game and a quarter, basically. But, you know, we we talked about it immediately after the game. He had 40 catches of 20-plus yards the other day. And he's got a guy that can do it with him. Like, the, I, I was at every practice. They were not hitting deep balls in practice. But guess what? It wasn't a lot of Purdy and Ayuk and 11. They just... Now they're playing games and they're scheming plays and seven step drop is, and Kyle said it yesterday when he talked to the media, like kind of referenced the, the Eagles play he got hurt on the seven step drop um, against the Cardinals to, which was the fingertip catch to Ayuk was one hitch and go, as opposed to didn't see it hesitated in the Eagles game, didn't throw it when he should have. So Kyle was like, yes, yeah, he just does what I tell him when he got hurt. Um, but they have they've become i mean you look at these guys alave who who was on this list you wouldn't exactly say he and his there's not a they're not a duo that's developed there uh a mark Hollywood as, as he as he as he mentioned to some of his buddies do him and garrett wilson text back and forth like bro if i can fucking play with Mahomes or something i mean what is yeah. going on here <laughs> at least garrett wilson's like right aaron's coming back you know but he's got to listen to the dolphins have sex Wait, what? You see that? Wait, what? Aaron said there's a remedy that they say if, like, you listen to the Dolphins mating calls, oh, oh. it's good for the body. I did not catch that, no. <laughs> saw Tyreek said he wanted to be a porn star. But um, when he grows I'd up. I'd probably watch. When he retires. <laughs> it, it would get a lot of views. Do you agree? Why does he have to wait till he retires is my question. Uh, I of course just, I agree. It, 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 if someone's paying you $30 million, they probably don't want you laying pipe violation on camera. Or something. But on purpose, like if you told me a sex tape leaked of an NFL player, right? How many views would the Kelsey Taylor Swift sex tape get? What's the most views you can get? I mean, it's hard because like Pamela and Kardashian were to me, especially Pamela was like VHS. Kardashian was probably DVD. Uh, this, you know, would be unlimited. I do Taylor's think I, it'd be. It would get more than Tyreek, but if you just said Tyreek had something up on all the sites, like just just a thirty minute, it would it would break records. I think. Should borrow McDaniel sunglasses for and it, and it would be all guys looking at it. That'd be the thing. It wouldn't be like women checking it out. It'd be a bunch of dudes. 
He probably could make some. He he's so he's going to be bored. Yeah, he's. I don't even understand what is. It's not the words. Not really retire for him. It's just. I thought he's doing, like married, but. Yeah, I thought so too. <laughs> but you never know. Anyway, uh, big Ayuk game. I mean, you think about the matchups. You got Ayuk and Ceedee Lamb, same draft. You got Kyle and Dan Quinn head to head again. You got uh, Jimmy against uh, the alternate universe Mac Jones. Um, I'm sure there's more matchups here. I'm not just the classic Niners Cowboys. It's just got a little bit of everything. So, but the Ayuk stuff is just he's putting together the exact season that he needed. He wanted. Everybody thought he was going to put together, and it's already he's already had to overcome obstacles. It's not like it's been a perfect season. He's already been hurt. One thing they've avoided, though, I mean, it was it was an injury that immediately kind of went away after a week off. Like, well, he missed a they game. Haven't had, I mean, he missed a game. It was Thursday night, though. They said he would have played I'm just Sunday. saying, like, he missed a game. But it's one thing that a shoulder injury, usually, like, he's just completely fine 15 days later. Like, they, they have not really had anything that's kind of lingered yet, which is a long way from what they used to be with, like, half the team just on the sideline. Even, like, when Greenlaw, he just kind of pops back up after he shakes it off. They've got a good thing. Yeah, Debo's in. Debo's in. Elijah, the Elijah Mitchell. Again. Elijah Mitchell's the one guy who's just purely. I saw yesterday the WWE going to the Chase Center or something. They were all there. It's like Elijah's there with Hufunga and Kittle. It's like, bro, shouldn't you be off your knee or whatever? Why are you always injured? He's a day to day, John. So maybe he'll be back this week. Guys always hurt. I know. It's a, it's a damn shame. Uh, somebody here said. Um, with this comment go just a heads up there's gonna be a lot of washington state flags at game day this week there's a bit of talk that leaf may be there that's unconfirmed though where are per, they going? per source leaf won't be there i don't know where are they this week i think next week it's gonna be washington oregon assuming they both win well they already picked that's gonna be the 1230 abc game washington oregon uh who do those two teams any oh they're on bots chance that- so they're good Oh yeah. Okay, so they're going to go in both undefeated. Yeah, they're going to go in undefeated. <clears throat> yep. That, that game's the ranked in, seven. That game's, that's a big game. So that game is at twelve thirty. Two Saturday, not this Saturday, next Saturday. That game at twelve thirty. USC Notre Dame at whatever four thirty or five. Does USC play this week? Uh, yeah. USC plays Arizona. Arizona. So that so more than likely they're going to go in undefeated to that game as well. I wa- I watched a decent amount of Notre Dame Duke. You know, the quarterback. I had a buddy that thought that he was like a third day guy, probably sixth seventh rounder. Then the first three games they played, you know, me, you, and Cal Poly, and his stats were stupid. And then he got kind of punked against Ohio State. He did make some plays the other night against Duke, who was pretty good. Did you watch any of that game? I just saw the end of the. I saw the end of the game. Oh, and the kid got his drive. knee snapped. Did you see that play? That was awful. He, uh, but they. It's gonna be an interesting test because they kind of want to play scrappy football. Yeah, they've been in two straight like big time scrappy football games, right? Yeah, they're scrappy football team. You know, and USC is really more want to score seven hundred points. What were they up the other day? Forty three to fourteen or something in the third quarter, whatever it was. The, the Trojans. Yeah, they won by a score. Is he the leader in the clubhouse right now for back-to-back Heisman's, you think? Mm, no. Who's even his competition? I mean, I think he's played well enough, but 
I think you've got to also like, how good is this? Team? Is this team going to be a, pl- a are they going to lose two games before November or are they going to be a playoff contender? That's a big right? one. I mean, they've he throws four or five touchdowns. Multiple spots. And they, they're now the third ranked Pac-12 team. They're drank, And rightfully so. Yeah, I agree. Rightfully so. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I that, mean, I do think he's been the best. I still think he's been the best player. But like, is UW going to go undefeated? Is Oregon going to go undefeated? Is Texas, is Quinn Ewers going to go unbeaten? I mean, might. some of these other guys, you're right, that were like, oh, what about Jordan Travis? What about Jaden Daniels? Like, they just haven't looked like Heisman winners. Would you agree? So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think he's been the best player. He's been spe- He's been extra special. He's been super special. You would say Penix, if, you know, he leads the league in yards, he's got a million times. Like, he's got a chance, right, if they, Any they of go undefeated. Guys, whoever. I mean, Cam Ward, like, Cam Ward, if they beat UCLA in two weeks – then they don't play like a team. Have they, they lost? No. And they, they play UCLA off a bye, and then they'll play Oregon two weeks after that. And that'll be kind of like in, in a three-week span, their future gets de- – not I mean, not their future, but um, their season probably gets determined there. Well, where so. is their future? Yeah, well. Playing the dogs? Yeah. We were headed to the Fiesta Bowl? <laughs> yeah, the dogs. See at the Fiesta Bowl. Jeff Schwartz forwarded me the picture. He's like, we're going to kill you guys. You guys, I mean, it's like, listen, what was it? A projection, what? Oregon Fresno State? Yeah, it was State. Oregon Fresno State Fiesta Bowl. And he's like, well, half our team probably sit that game out. I'm like, oh, no, the dog, yeah, that you would guys, be their fucking Super Bowl. Ducks do not win that game. By the way, why is Jeff getting Is the Fiesta up? Bowl, it, it's got, is that where the Cardinals play? Or yeah, is that a different yeah, game? Yeah. January 1st, New Year's Day. That'd be pretty sweet. I know. Vic, you, you understand how that money to that program would mean? But, like, why would Jeff – Jeff doesn't want to go to the Fiesta Bowl. He wants to go to the playoff. What is he talking about? No, I mean, he was just – it was just like a ESPN put it out because no. it had it had Washington, I think, in the playoffs. Gotcha. Yeah. Games at UW, two weeks. There's so. zero ch- – is this a top five dogs team of the last 20 years talent-wise? No chance. Uh, yeah, that's the part that I'm <laughs> like, what what is going on right now? But they beat Purdue. I mean, they got the win, you know. Was Purdue any good? I, I'm just saying, you go on the road. I, this is it's it. Purdue is probably the same as every Illinois, uh, uh, um, Kansas State, Rutgers team that the Bulldogs beat, right? Purdue is two and three. Yeah, yeah. So they're probably so they, like they, Yeah, but you know what they would argue back in the day, John? They're two and three because we beat them. They haven't recovered from that loss. Well, that's to me at Purdue's a solid win. The win that's not. I mean, ASU stinks. If they would have beat to me Oregon State or Washington, like had like, and they play those teams like last yeah. year when they lost to Oregon State, yeah, that would have been if they would have won that game their best win of the last two years, right? And they almost did till Musgrave or whatever went for it on two. Tyler asked, "Should the Raiders be tanking?" Well, what do you mean, as opposed to? <laughs> well, that's the thing with the Raiders, uh, the Bears, the Panthers. They're trying to win. Like, think about that. They're trying to win. All right. Really uh, hard. We got to roll. I mean, we got to really go. Hard. But more Niners Cowboys talk coming up on Thursday. Cow patties. Cow patties. Yeah. Somebody said, come on, guys. Let's talk Niners cow patties. That feels like something the uh, Phil Jackson would have said about the Kings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cowtown. They used to talk uh, a lot of shit. I just, forgot. this is so, God, Cowboys. I got to tell you, this is going to sound crazy at last thing, and then you tell me if I'm crazy, then we go. Niners-Cowboys, to me, feels a little bigger when it's in Dallas. Don't don't hate me for saying that. 
Yeah, it, it why felt do I bigger feel that can- way? I'm not sure. Felt bigger candlestick early '90s. I agree. I'd rather play this game in Dallas. It's not even an anti. Yeah, maybe uh, I hadn't thought about. Candlestick. I think the bigger game. I think the Niner games feel bigger on the road. Like it just does. And I know. And listen, I love Guido, who's tweeting out the stats. This thing has been a cash cow. It does not feel like going to Lambeau and beating them felt infinitely bigger than it would have felt at home. It just does. Yeah, I don't. But to me, see, you 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 made it about Levi's. I wasn't making it about Levi's. I, so, it's, to me, the, it's about your the, crowd being in their place. But maybe I'm maybe I'm subconsciously not. Again, realizing. good stadium. It, it's it's built a lot of character good. over the I years. It's but excellent. it's I got no complaints it's about made it. Made them a lot of money. It's. I think it's a good. I think it's a good big game stadium. I think it's become one. No, I'm not. I'm not. It just feels. What would feel like a bigger win? NFC Championship game. Hosting the Eagles, beating them, going to Philly, winning the game. Going to Philly, but maybe it's all. Is it always that way when you're in their house? I don't know. I don't know if you're like Lamb. I don't know something about the stadium. John, we made it to the end of the show without mentioning Trey Lance revenge game. Just is he still in the league? He plays for the Cowboys. I'm I'm kidding. I'm kidding. If you go into the game, you got to get out there early if you want to watch him play because he does that thing with his quarterback coach. With Puts Scotty. Lather. Yeah. Scotty. Yep, Works out so hard he's got to shower before the game. I guess your third Did quarterback you now. In line for some Puesto. You, dre- you dress out, huh? As the yeah, emergency inactive, quarterback. But, yeah, like not on the active, but dressed out the other day for the Niners was, uh, what's his name, who I used to watch every day in practice, Brandon Allen. Yeah, you're not, you're not just in sweats and have the uh, – you know, piece of paper in your hand. No, you're suited and booted. You still have the piece of paper in your hand and usually the helmet off hat on, but you, you have earpiece on and cleats. Play call. Yeah, earpiece. Yeah. Little Motorola in your ear. All right. We got it in. Thanks for hanging, everybody. Right. We'll talk to you soon. Later. Big week. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.